0: Welcome to All The Things Podcast. I'm Regina Lawrence, your host. I'm a lawyer turned soulful business strategist and transformational mindset coach. I'm also the founder of the community, All The Things Business. I've created a community of women who can truly be all the things, successful, spiritual, sexual, and wildly unique, all while creating a life of purpose and passion according to our own rules. We don't have to look or be a person that societal norms dictate anymore. We don't have to play by somebody else's rules. We can be whoever we wanna be, and that person can be all the things in one. Each week, I'll bring you episodes where we dive deep into business, entrepreneurship, and a whole host of topics to help us dive into who we truly are so that we can really be all the things. Welcome to my podcast. Hey guys, I know that starting a business can be really complicated, confusing scary and there's so many moments when you're starting your business or when you're pivoting your business you feel really really confused and like you have no one to talk to i totally understand that because when i started my coaching business i felt like i didn't know what i was doing i felt like i tried a million things and I would hit dead ends and I would just try and try and try and try. Luckily, I was able to figure it out, but I had to take the long way. And that is exactly why I am the business coach that I am because I've tried and I've tried and I've tried all of the things and I know what works in creating, scaling, and pivoting your online and coaching business. If you are needing a friend, if you are needing a coach and somebody to hold your hand, Through this crazy process of growing your business online, schedule a free 30-minute virtual coffee chat with me. Go to my website, reginalawrence.com, and click Schedule a Virtual Coffee Chat, and we can hop on and talk about one particular issue in your business that you are struggling with right now. And by the end of that 30 minutes, I promise you that you will have a solution. Once again, it's www.reginalawrence.com and click schedule virtual coffee chat. I cannot wait to talk to you and help you unravel anything you are struggling with in your business right now. Enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of All The Things Podcast. We have a first today. I have two guests on one podcast episode and I have Never done this before, and I am so excited to share this with you. Today, we have the ladies from Girls Mentorship on the podcast Jill Peterson and Mary Frances. If you know these women, you know how fucking epic they are. And if you don't know them, you are about to learn. Mary and Jill have started a coaching organization program called the girls mentorship and basically if you are an avid self-help junkie mindset changing your mindset changing your life like I think most of you are Jill and Mary also fall into this category but they realized that there was a gap We were working – so many coaches are working with women, with grownups. But what if we started working with girls who are younger before they become grownups and start to sow the seeds and help them work through their shit before they're 30 years old having a breakdown on their office floor? That's what these epic women are doing, and I could not love them more. I could not feel more aligned with the work that they are doing because they are changing the energetic framework of this planet because they are working with the youth, and it's so beautiful. Mary and Jill. So Jill is an experienced coach and a former leader at Lululemon. She was there for nearly a decade. Her superpowers lie within connecting and building trust quickly to overcome self-doubt and to help people find their greatness. And this is so apparent when you hear Jill speak and when you're in her presence. Jill has experienced firsthand the importance of a mind, body, and soul approach to everyday wellness and the achievement of accomplishing goals. Jill believes uncommon results begin with an uncommon mindset. She gets excited about the opportunity to make an impact with girls and help them pair their feelings for their help them pair their feelings um, to work for them and not against them. Mary is also an avid community supporter, the most epic adult cheerleader and an experienced coach. Part of her joy as a mentor is not just being the one who leads, but also having the ability to raise others up in order to live into their own leadership potential. Mary actually started her entrepreneurial journey as a certified CrossFit level two coach and a gym owner where she worked with hundreds of kids, teens, and adults, not only teaching them the basics of fitness, but also the skills of habit formation, community, mental toughness, personal responsibility, goal setting, and leadership. And all of that comes through in the coaching that she gets to do with girls today. She is also a hot leader, humble open and transparent sharing about her tumultuous past dealing with family trauma abuse cps and a broken home all of which has led her to having the strong desire to want to break the mold and assist others in doing the same these women are so powerful they're so fucking funny they're such a joy to be around being with jill and mary i had lunch with them a couple weeks ago They're such beautiful, beautiful souls and I'm so happy you get to spend time with them today. You can check them out at www.girlsmentorship.com and they like to hang out on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Girls Mentorship. Their TikToks and Reels on Instagram are so on point and you guys are going to love this episode. As always, if you love this episode, please, please, please go over to iTunes and rate, review and subscribe to the podcast, take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your story and tell us and the ladies at girls mentorship what you loved about this episode hello everyone welcome back to another episode of all the things podcast i'm regina lawrence your host and today we have a duo i've never had two people together on my podcast we have the ladies of girls mentorship mary and jill welcome
1: Hi. Hey, hey. Yes. We are honored to be your first duo. The dynamic
0: duo, yay! Yeah. Literally the most dynamic duo. If you guys don't follow them on Instagram, it's at Girls Mentorship, right?
1: Yep. Yes.
0: They make the best TikToks that are teen and parent friendly. Like, they crack my shit up every time I see them. Literally, it's Number life- one piece of feedback.
2: <laughs> it's life giving when people give us that feedback because then, you know, we think they're funny, but we also don't. We're like, I don't know, is it gonna land with people? So to hear other people say to keep doing them, we'll keep providing the the fun content.
0: I love it. <laughs> as you long guys as you tune in. Yeah, I love it. You guys are so funny and so fun. So for the two of you to be working with. Girls in the way that you are is so perfect and so beautiful. How did you guys make the decision that you were going to work exclusively with young girls instead of another demographic of people?
1: Um, honestly, like, I think we had both tried working with other demographics of people and it didn't work out in the way that maybe we thought it was going to in our mind's eye. Um, so when push com- came to shove, like, after trying on 10 different outfits, after going to the buffet and eating 10 different types of meals, we looked at each other over 2020 and said like, what would we ha- how much would we have benefited knowing all the things we know about personal growth and development when we were 16? How would this information, how would it have impacted us? How would it have changed our decision-making? How would it have helped us just grow into the women that we are now
0: quicker. Beautiful. What type of information or what type of coaching are you doing with these girls? Exactly.
2: We talk about all sorts of things and we really meet the girls where they're at and help them work through their problems or Mm -hmm. the pressures that they're under or the conversations that they're too afraid to have. So we do a lot of, um, we, we have different topics that we bring to our girls um, and we break them down into simple conversations so they understand, oh, I'm talking and learning about mindfulness. Mm. Today we're talking about self-image and self-improvement, um, how to make a decision, a powerful decision, knowing that there's gonna be rewards and consequences no matter what path you choose. Uh, communication, leadership. I mean, all the things that we've learned, we've just been able to say, okay, how do we take a topic and make it relevant for 12 year olds all the way up to 18 year olds? And we're Mm -hmm. even starting to um, get a little bit younger. So working with six year olds all Mm -hmm. the way up to elementary school age, which we never thought in a million years, we'd have a very wide range of girls but it's all about introducing a concept younger and younger so that they can practice it over time
0: and really build that muscle. I love that. And something that's so special about what you guys do is that at working with adults and just being an adult communicating with humans, a lot of times people don't know how to use words to communicate the experiences that they're having. And I would, I always say like, what if people were given the languaging from a really young age to articulate how they're feeling? And it sounds like a lot of what you guys do is giving them that vital human skill, teaching them that.
2: You're absolutely right. We we, we totally are and um, allowing them to know that it is okay to feel whatever they're feeling but also understand what it is that they're feeling Mm. because a lot of times they can't even name it um, and they're too afraid to spend the time to explore. So that's when they push it to the side. That's when they push it down and they just, you know, we've been taught and conditioned generation after generation to just rub a little dirt on it and move forward. Mm -hmm. Suck it up, sis, let's go. Um, And to bust the myths that we've been conditioned to believe um, is really powerful, not only for the girls, but also the parents that uh, we're working with as well.
1: Well, and honestly, we did, um, we've did. we done a lot of trainings thus far, and one of them was called Adverse Childhood Experience, ACEs, and scientifically, however many ACEs you have puts you that much further behind the eight ball. So an ACE is something like parents getting divorced, um, Somebody in your home suffering from mental illness, somebody being incarcerated, domestic abuse, along those lines. And it's like the more we can help out as a society to prevent ACEs from happening with education and prevention or educate on the back end to a family that has experienced ACEs, all it does is behoove the culture so mm-hmm. if we have functioning children that then turn into functioning adults who can communicate, who have a good work ethic, who can critically think, that just benefits society as a yeah.
0: whole. This is whenever we get into conversations about the education system and I'm from Philadelphia, so it's a lot of crime, a lot of juvenile crime. Everything that we are, are set up to do as a society is to just bandaid it and deal with the issue. But what you guys are doing is actually going to the root of the humans and the families and helping to heal and give the languaging and help them to function as humans. You're absolutely right.
2: Oh, and, so awesome. and if
0: we and if we can, we always say like
2: when we go into schools or if we have workshops or if we're working with one family, if we can impact one one person, one family at a time, it's the ripple effect over. Uh, the course of their lifetime too, that they then can influence those around them. So um, it's important work. We are so honored to be able to be the experts in this field, knowing that we're truly raising the next generation of leaders in, in our lives.
0: For each of you in your childhoods, did you have were you nurtured at all in this way or did you have different childhood experiences?
1: I think that's the cool thing about having such a dynamic partnership is Jill and I have experienced a lot of life. We've made a lot of mistakes. Um, We have very different upbringings and experiences with our parents to where we can speak so well to so many different things on the spectrum. It's like we always tell our girls as well as the families that we work with. It's like we feel so comfortable, not only coaching about this, but also sharing more of who we are with your daughter. So she doesn't feel like she's alone, knowing that somebody 20 years, 30 years prior to her did the same dumb thing. Mm -hmm. It it makes her feel more comfortable. It makes us, makes her feel more trust. Um, But just going back to like the ACEs conversation, I come from a household where I rack up eight, I check off eight different boxes. Mm -hmm. So statistically, I should be really far behind the eight ball. Um, I think luckily, like through my parents' divorce, through some domestic violence that happened, um, my mom was wise enough to get me in therapy when I was like eight or nine. um, And I was able to talk through some issues with a psychologist and work on some of my communication skills. But ultimately, I feel like throughout my mistakes later in Teenhood and then into early twenties, like I realized I didn't want to follow that same path. Mm-hmm. So there was a light bulb moment somewhere along the way that said, "If I don't do better, then I end up the exact same, and then the cycle repeats itself." Absolutely. How about for you, Joe?
2: Yeah, for me, I had an amazing upbringing. I had a loving family. My grandparents really had a heavy hand in raising my brother and I. Mm-hmm. So I had this outpouring of love, um, as I was little, all the way up to when I left, uh, I grew up in Colorado. I left Colorado at 17 to come to Arizona for college. And, um, even though I was so loved and people poured into me, I still struggled with the same things. The girls are struggling now that we're working with. Mm -hmm. I lied because I wanted to people please. Mm -hmm. So even though and I didn't even know who I really was because I was such a chameleon and I wanted to be liked with everybody and then I would people please and then I would make dumb decisions to fit in Um, while then still like being a good girl and having this image around my family. Mm -hmm. So I still um, can relate to a lot of the girls who are struggling and having the same pressures and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was 30 years ago for me. And you're still dealing like you're dealing with them here. I, I I can I can relate. I know how that feels. And let me tell you, what will happen if you don't take on, you know, this these type of conversations? Because I wish I had tools. I just didn't. Um, not to say that I couldn't have gone to my loving, amazing family. I just didn't even know how to approach them. Mm-hmm. So of course, as a teenager, um, I tried to process it myself by Mm. drinking, smoking, having sex at a young age. You know, like I just, I was just trying to heal myself by thinking, and I thought I had all the answers and I totally didn't. And I've made some crazy mistakes. And then my parents got divorced when I was 18. So that even set me off into a whole new spiral Mm. as a young adult. And it, sabotage all of my relationship with men and um that's when i finally landed into personal development and finally started pouring back into me to heal the little girl uh whose problems had always followed me and that was my like oh my gosh this is so freeing and healing and more people need this um
0: and how can i now pay it forward Mm. I'm a mix between the two of you. I probably have four or five aces, but on the f- on the front, we were like the perfect Catholic family. Okay. And then behind the scenes, all the aces were happening. And like you girls, I had went to therapy to help me. I had to seek out mentors on my own. But I think about like at 25 or 26, really starting to do this work and thinking like, what would my life have been like if I had like, 25 years instead of undoing, but like 25 years of a foundation of creating and stacking.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that absolutely. Totally...
0: So in working with girls, what's the container in which you are working with women, right? Young women right now? Um, well, it's interesting
1: because you don't know what you don't know. Right. So we had both been business owners pri- prior to starting this. Um, and it started based on a call series that Jill set up over um, summer quarantine 2020. Mm-hmm. And we loved that dynamic. We had 10 girls on a call, they were all kind of going through the same process. We talked about things like leadership, mindfulness, all things that we needed to talk about summer quarantine 2020. Mm-hmm. So we took that as a diving board and thought, okay, group programs are going to be it. like, we're going to be able Mm -hmm. to impact so many girls in one setting. Well, that is not at all what happened. And we got hit up for one-on-one coaching right away, Mm -hmm. right out of the gate. I mean, we were Mm -hmm. bombarded with parents who wanted us to work one-on-one with their girls. And I'm not sure if that's because. They just felt like they needed more of a personal um, connection with somebody to help deliver concepts and handhold or if groups are a little scary at this point in time considering we were all isolated for as long as we were um, so right now our bread and butter is one-on-one programs however mm-hmm. We are busy bees behind the scenes. We have so many fantastic ideas on what to implement and when that will be coming down the pipeline. Um, So we're going to start by really opening up the doors just to the free information that we're giving out. You pointed out our Instagram earlier, which we love that platform as a way to connect with our audience, but we're also going to be starting a podcast. So this is a fun little start to a podcast tour for us. Um, we just feel like we're going to be able to reach that many more people with the free resources that we have just these conversations that are also yeah. so impactful,
0: beautiful. That's so important. The more free resources you can put out and you're already doing an incredible job with your Instagram. I can't wait to hear what you guys are going to do with your podcast. Do you know what you're going to call it yet? Okay. Can, yes. can, can, will you say <laughs> it or is it a
1: surprise? <laughs>
2: No, well, we will share now that it's like, once we sign the papers, we're like, "Ah, oh my gosh, it's happening. Um, Mary and I, we we talk about this all the time in our coaching and as opposed to um, always sitting with the, you know, when you have like, when you say WTF, like what the... And you're like, dang, we're always now, how do we, how do we shift the WTL mindset or the WTF mindset to WTL? And it's, what's the lesson? Mm -hmm. There's always a lesson in your successes. There's lessons in your failures, in your, in in everyday life. You can look at literally everything and just say, what's the lesson for me so that I then can do better for next time.
0: Mm, So WTL, what's the lesson? that's so awesome and i that's like a mantra of my life is what's the lesson in this i'm the friend who in the moment when like stuff is so <laughs> shitty i'm like well what's the it's lesson hilarious. and my friends are like shut the fuck up
2: <laughs> yay well now you can add the two of us to that tripod cuz we're the same way it's like okay if if something isn't going according to my calendar it's like pause, take a second. What are you learning in this? What can you let go? You know, and we even teach our girls that. So um, it's just a playoff of our teaching. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to it too.
0: Something I love about that name and that whole mindset and mentality about what the lesson is, the two of you really embody what's the lesson in the way you have run your businesses. So I want to chat for a few minutes because both of you have really found a lot of power and pivoting in your businesses. You both have done different things as entrepreneurs. And I know in my conversations with both of you that it's been like, what is like, what is my soul's purpose? What am I here to do? And you have both relentlessly tried different things. And now this is the thing that it's like, oh, this is, this is it but you have both done so many different things. Um, I- I'm trying to even think about how to ask you this question. How did you guys have that that in you to be able to see something, to try it, to have the grit and be like, it's not working. We're, I'm pivoting to the next thing. Where does that come from for both of you? I
1: mean, I think I referenced it earlier. like.
0: You don't know what you don't know, but
1: on the flip side of that coin, you know what you know. And what I knew about myself is that I could never just do the nine-to-five work for somebody else. I, from the second I was born, was too independent for my own good. Um, Literally, like... Every teacher report card I ever got was, Mary talks too much in class. Great student, good grades, turns in her homework on time, but talks too freaking much. Can we nip that in the bud? And I always look at that as like, I got in trouble for that when I should have gotten praised for it, when I should have been told that I had leadership skills. Mm -hmm. And if I wanted to talk, then I should have run for student body president. Like if a teacher would have directed me to do that maybe I wouldn't have, maybe I would not have had to pivot so many times, but I always just noticed my feelings of complacency when I was working for someone else, when I was at a job that I was not happy with. Um, so when I found, so my first job or my first, um, Business that I owned was a CrossFit gym, Mm -hmm. and I found CrossFit at a point in my life where I think my aces were starting to show and like they were rearing their ugly heads, and I was like, I need an athlete. I need an outlet and I need one now. And I found CrossFit and I just, I correlated how going to CrossFit made me feel. And I was like, this is healing. If it's healing for me, can it be healing for other people? So I started down the trajectory of, well, I want to become a trainer then, but I don't want to just work for $15 an hour at a Globo gym. So what does it look like for me to work for myself? Mm. Then the idea of the gym came along. But then you notice along the way like where you're still feeling unfulfilled and I think it's really powerful. We do this with our kids. We actually teach um, life skills in middle schools and high schools now and we we make our kids every time we come into class do a check in and a check out it's like on a scale of one to 10 how are you feeling and what's the word that's associated with that feeling. And this is important because you can utilize it later on in life in situations like owning a business that might not be serving you. And that Mm -hmm. was the case with my business. I had business partners who didn't believe in my abilities. I wasn't making the income or the impact that I wanted to make. So as opposed to sitting there and being miserable, then you have to ask yourself the question like, what's next? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and hate my, my days. I'm not going to sit here and have the fact that I'm bitter about one thing impact my interactions with my clientele. So how do I shift? How do I get out of this mindset and where do I go to next? So I honestly like checking in with yourself a thousand percent and being really honest with how you're feeling. And. As well as just continuing to pour into yourself with personal growth and development, because if I hadn't have done that, then I wouldn't have stumbled upon the relationships that led to the opportunity that made the light bulb turn off in my head that this was something that I wanted
0: to do. Mm. I love that. And it's funny, Mayor. I had the same thing with CrossFit. When my aces started to rear their head, I found CrossFit and I was like, this is what I need. I need to throw weights around. It's so true. It was so therapeutic for me. Yeah. And it this helped is my trauma coming out in the barbell. My brother was like, why do you look so angry when you lift? I was like, because I have so much dormant anger inside of me, I guess. Oh, oh. So good. Yes. How about you, Jill? Um, For me,
2: I, mine really happened, um, I'd say within the last 10 years. So I loved, um, I've always possessed leadership qualities. Um, I'm the first one to raise my hand. I'm the first one to volunteer. I'm a helper at heart. So um, I love putting myself in those roles. I also love managing a team. I love um, holding people accountable, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I got to a point in my career where I was thriving. I didn't need, I didn't need to start my own business. I didn't think I wanted to, but I knew there was something else in me um, that if I didn't explore it, I would have, I would have probably died on my deathbed wondering, like, why didn't I just try? So I have. I have certain skills that I know a lot of people call them out in me. And I, and I have other, you know, from learning um, all sorts of things as um, climbing the corporate ladder, I was like, I can do something like this on my own. So Mm -hmm. in, in starting my own thing, leaving a corporate job, a stable job where I was happy, I had benefits and then jumping into a whole new world of entrepreneurship. I just knew I was made for more. Um, but then I slowly died a slow death. (laughs) I was like, I hate this. Why am I not? I know I can do it. It's really challenging for me. And I mean, I like barely kept my head above water. However, it was in moments where I collaborated with people that my spark got reignited.
1: Mm.
2: And it wasn't really until Mary and I last year when I asked her to come and lead this call with me, it was the moment that i finally realized i missed being a part of a team i missed having someone to like like bounce ideas yeah. off of and and to hold me accountable and to actually like breathe belief in me when i can't see it for myself and it was like oh the angels <laughs> told me like this is it you need yeah. a partner. Um, And I'm not kidding. I feel like I have been reborn again as an entrepreneur in this newfound spirit because what I love so much in my corporate job, I now have running my own business. Mm. And it was finding someone of the caliber um, of, of work ethic and mission and purpose and finding that. And like, just, and I didn't even know I needed Mary until Mary came into my life. But now I look back and I'm like, Oh, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: that's what I needed. Like I needed to pivot what I loved in corporate America and bring it into this new realm of being, this new realm of business. And now it's like, we haven't stopped climbing to the moon. It's been pure rocket ship status. (laughs) So my biggest advice, and um, for those of you who are listening is like noticing what lights you up Yeah. And see if it's missing in your current state of where you're at in business, or if you are in a job that you're not excited about and start asking yourself the question, like, well, you know, what, what would happen if I added this in, like, would things get better and why not go for it?
0: I love that advice too, because especially for anybody who's starting their own business, like I know for me, when I left corporate, I was like, that's not who I am anymore. I'm doing something new. And I wanted to abandon like every part of it. But there were things in my prior life and career that I loved, that I was good at, that I thrived at. And so I have spent a lot of time sitting, asking myself, what were the things that you loved and that you were good at? And how do they translate and transfer over mm-hmm. to what you're doing now?
2: You're Totally. And I felt like, again, my people pleasing tendencies. Mm-hmm. I was like, set. I had like imposter syndrome. I was like, I can't let anyone know I'm floundering. You know, <laughs> I was so good at my job and yeah. I'm literally I'm dying.
1: Inside.
2: <laughs> so it was like, don't tell anyone that you're struggling being an entrepreneur because you've got to prove and show everybody that you can do it.
0: hmm well, I also think there's a little bit of a culture that we live in, right? A false reality culture on social media where people are showing up and acting like everything's fucking daisies and perfect in their business. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, after they put their pretty post up, they're like crying on their bathroom floor. <laughs> I spend too much time on social media. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it fucks you up and it uh, makes I mean, you think.
1: Oh no, Mary, that you're ahead. doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it makes you think like we just taught a lesson with our seventh graders about advertising and like target markets and what's the subliminal messaging that they're trying to give to you. And it's like, we used alcohol as, as the example. And it's like alcohol companies are projecting, you know, everybody's having a grand time and they're laughing Mm -hmm. and being jovial and it behooves you to add alcohol to social situations. Because if you don't, you'll be left out of all the fun everyone over here is having, Mm -hmm. but they don't show you the back end, right? Like I got a DUI, I got a DUI right when I turned 21. Do you think that's going to be in a commercial for alcohol? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. So it's like. We want to promote that entrepreneurship is all fun and games. Why would we show that we're crying on the bathroom floor because our day didn't go like we thought it was going to. And I feel like that's why we've been able to establish like the connection with our current following and people who have just known Jill and I for the long haul. It's like, we're We're real about absolutely everything that we do. And it's so important to paint that picture for the younger generation because they need to have a realistic example of what growing up looks like. Mm -hmm.
0: What is something that you guys are doing that you love right now the most in your business? And then what is the thing in your business right now that is so fucking hard?
1: (laughs) Um, I'll speak to the love. Jill's laughing at the hard part, so I'll let her speak to that. Um, so right now with where our business is, we have the absolute privilege of like being inducted into families. Like we're not with our eight-week programs, like we're not just mentors to the girls, like we're confidants for the parents. Like uh, last week we got to go to one of our girls um, like end of the year dance concerts. They performed 34 songs. They danced like maniacs. It was amazing to see her outside of our mentorship appointments in action in something that she absolutely loved and had a ginormous passion for. Yesterday, we got to spend the day with one of our girls who, who had a, a birthday and we got to surprise her at um, the Sparkle Bar. So plug mm. for a local female owned business. But With stuff like that, like we get to show girls who we are and what the standard of support should be, Mm -hmm. um, while also showcasing like other cool female owned businesses and like how we can all support one another in this grand old thing called life. So really just getting to be like there for them through the thick, through the thin, through the highs, through the lows that has been
0: so fun. Mm, That's like, makes my heart feel so good. that's so so beautiful
2: i retweet that and i also say for me too one of the things that just lights me up is writing content creating workshops presentations like i love to think about okay how do we take the idea of this and then how do we make it a whole session and what's the exercises and what are they going to walk away with i love 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 doing that and what we don't love uh, it's like the things that aren't our zone of genius, like MailChimp and connecting yeah. our Facebook pixel to Squarespace. and <laughs> What? We don't even know what that is. And like Facebook ads and all the things that we're like, we don't know. How do you, we are done Googling it. We've YouTubed 14 different videos. <laughs> like we can't, that's just not our zone of genius. So anything that's more systems and backend, yeah. um, we will figure it out, but it just takes us a very long time to do that.
0: It takes such a long time. I find myself sitting out on my laptop at midnight watching reruns of Ally McBeal crying <laughs> about being a web designer. <laughs> like, and that's the stuff that people don't talk about, you know, yeah. I, saw something, I yeah. saw something the other day on social media and it was like, some coach was like, I, I'm going to show you this, the easy way to make $10,000 a month in your business. And I literally looked at it and I was like, go fuck yourself.
2: No, Why do you I, say it's,
0: it's not easy? It's Every part of this isn't easy. Like it just, it gets me, it gets me real fired up. Totally. And I, that's like the, the most beautiful
1: delineation, right? Like I said this yesterday when we sat down from our day and I said, running a business, isn't easy. All these things that stop people in their tracks from continuing on are the MailChimp type stuff, are the technical stuff in the background. Like that makes, that makes so many people want to turn and run the other way. But when you know you're doing the right thing, regardless of if it's hard or not, is when it feels
0: easeful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Absolutely. And when you know you're in alignment with your soul's calling, what you're here to do, you're like, you always have to keep your eye on the prize. Like what's the bigger purpose? What's the bigger mission? Right. And then also who can I trade services with to set this up for me? Totally.
1: (laughs) Oh, 100%. Regina,
2: you will forever live in my brain when you told me sometimes it can be a B plus. Like it just has to be a, you know, like um, a, a B plus to us might be a, a freaking plus to somebody else, but we hold such crazy expectations yeah. over ourselves that it's like, throw it out there. You're learning. What's the lesson? Like, then you can evolve and edit and refine and da 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 da, da. And I will never ever ever remove that um that piece of advice from my brain because I am such a perfectionist that it's Me like too. girl, let it go, throw it out there and
0: move on. It's been a lesson of, it's been a lesson (laughs) of my life because I am a type A compulsive Virgo Enneagram three perfectionist. (laughs) Like I have who I am as a human is stacked against me. (laughs) So I have to do the same thing. I'm like, you know, like, thank God for things like Grammarly and Canva and things that make it a little bit easier, you know, Mm -hmm. but I would not, if. If I didn't like give up that perfectionist part of myself a little bit, I wouldn't be doing anything I'm doing. I would be in fetal position listening to Lizzo probably like, (laughs) how do I fix this? You know? So I totally get that. Totally. Yep. My gosh. Okay. Well, I have loved this. I loved having you guys on and share about your business and your mission and just you as beautiful women and entrepreneurs. Thank you so much for coming on and connecting with my community and sharing with them. And thank you for the work you're doing. Like you're fucking changing the energetic framework of the planet. Like this, oh. like more people need to be working with you and be doing this type of work because the world is literally a better place. Every time you guys work with girls, it's so special.
1: No,
2: oh, we received that. Thank you. Mm. It gives thank you. Yeah. So much for that.
0: You're so welcome. So guys, make sure you go and connect with the girls at Girls Mentorship. What's your website where they can check you guys out too? www.girlsmentorship.com. Beautiful. All right, guys. We have loved having Mary and Jill as guests please listen, rate, and review this podcast. Take a screenshot, share it on your story. Make sure you tag me and tag at girls mentorship and tell us what you loved and what you received from this episode. As always, I love you guys and I will see you next week on the podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved what you heard, I would be beyond thankful if you would share this podcast on your Instagram story and share with me what about the episode with me or with my guests that you loved. Also, please remember if you love this podcast to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes so that you don't miss out on all of the incredible guests and topics that we have lined up for you during this crazy year. And as always, if there is ever a guest or a topic or anything you would like for me and a guest to discuss, just shoot me a DM on Instagram at Regina A. Lawrence. Lots of love, guys.